0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of The Grapple Pod. My name is Scott McGill and I'm your host. In this episode we discuss the upcoming ADCC Invitational 4 Fight Card, both guests' background and their involvement in the sport. This episode is powered by Grapple Scrub. For more information, click the link below. Enjoy. That's cool. Tell me a bit about yourself. Just start there.
1: No worries. Uh, hi, so my name's Craig McIntosh, um, I'm a martial artist, a martial artist training all different martial arts, competing all different martial arts, and you now I'm enjoying promoting some martial arts as well. Um, so that's been the ADCC Scotland stuff.
0: How did that come about? How did you get the the rights to ADCC Scotland? Because for anyone that doesn't know, ADCC is the Olympics of jiu-jitsu, essentially. It's the pinnacle of the sport. How did you manage to bring that into being a localised because it's now ADCC Scotland, so how did you bring it to being localised like that? How did ah, you acquire the that's a good
1: question, because I've never spoke about it, you know, too much. Um, the way it kind of worked was I had p- competed on an ADCC Scotland card in about 2000, sorry, the last time ADCC came to Scotland, which would have been 2016, yeah. and they'd done something called the Four Nations Challenge, where they, you know, they, they nipped around each nation and, and hosted an open tournament. Um, it was just at the next to the Hydro, Right. building in there secc arena right. and uh it was during like an expo so i had recently stopped fighting uh professional mma at that point i'd been kind of concentrating on work a bit more and didn't quite have the same time that i had uh, you know when i was training every single day so i decided you know i'm training a few days a week but i can still compete in grappling you know mm-hmm. doing that you know um obviously if you've got more serious matches you can you know, you train a wee bit more than that, but for me, I was only training a few days a week at the time, and I thought, well, I can still quench the competitive thirst and jump in a grappling tournament, because I always loved the grappling side things. Most of my wins in MMA were through jiu-jitsu um, and grappling. So I jumped into that tournament, and uh, I competed against a couple of good guys that day. Uh, I think I got one win, one loss, something like that. Um, one of the dudes I competed against with a guy called Jake Archer and he was he was pretty solid. He had really, really good uh, leg locks and uh you know, I had to do everything I could to defend. I was pretty much defending the whole match. Um but during that day I seen a guy uh refereeing and he also uh, decided to stop refereeing at some point, jumped off, won his bracket and then jumped back on and started refereeing again. And I was like, "Oof, guy's good man and uh that was Big Marius Thomas up. All oh, right, uh-huh. uh Uh so I, I enjoyed the tournament that day, and obviously, like ADCC, um, I first went to watch ADCC in 2011, um, so that was when they they hosted their event in Nottingham, yeah right. Um, that was pretty cool. That was the Worlds. So nice. I d- a lot of people probably don't know that, but they done the Worlds in Nottingham a long time ago. Um, big guys Christian, that we bumped into a few other grapplers at it when we were done. Um, about most guys that knew the sport, you know, knew that that was the best guys. And it was a huge arena in Nottingham, but it was still pretty much uh, half empty. So
0: I noticed that so when you look back on when you're watching older ones, especially for what's like even matches with like uh Gary Tonin and Cron Grace and stuff like the stadium's pretty much empty. Mm-hmm. It's only been over the last few years that it started really filling up and then you actually look back at it now. Aye, that was a two day year. event.
1: It was a two day event? Yeah, that was a two day event that day. Um and it was myself and Callum Murray that went down, so we headed down to it. Um, and there were some crazy matches at the time. Because, I mean, I was more an MMA guy at that point, mm-hmm. but, you know, I loved the jiu-jitsu side of MMA. I loved seeing the guys that were submitting people. Um, just the grappling side in general, you know. Um, there were some matches that day. I'm sure uh, Vinny Magaleshi ended up nice. winning his bracket, but he gets caught in a crazy, crazy armbar. And uh, he's ahead on points. So he's caught in an arm bar. He's a h- hyper flexible guy anyway. And he manages to survive it to, to then win think? on points. I had a conversation with him no long after it. And I was like, How did you do that? And he's just like, I don't know.
0: <laughs> was, he, was he injured for it? Do you
1: mean? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing he would have picked up an injury, but he gets to be you know ADCC world champion for the rest of his life. So well, that's you know, it's, it's I didn't know he'd been
0: gone as long as that.
1: Anyway, Gilles f- used to fight MMA. He had, he had an amazing style for MMA. He had done the Ultimate Fighter as well. Right. Um, he was like flying triangle and guys and that. He was like he was basically like a heavyweight that was as technical as a small guy, mm-hmm. you know. So he was uh, he was pretty amazing. He was like doing moves at heavyweights in general weren't he doing, you know. He was a, a super flexible guy and a, a super athletic guy um, and mega technical as well. So, um, so was that
0: when you was that when you first started? Did you start thinking about wanting to host something like that back then, or would you just completely focus on fighting at that point?
1: That kind of taught me, like, that the best grapplers in the world were that style. You know, so I, I went out to train with Vinny Magalesh no after it, and uh, in Vegas, and just having a conversation with him, he told me I'd just been back for a trip uh, in Russia, where he was studying leg locks intensely, mm-hmm. um, and he was he's been training with, like, the top Sambo guys over there. So... He had went over there and he had been investing time just actually. He was fighting for M1 Global at the time as well, still in MMA, and uh, that was giving him the opportunity to train with these world class sambo guys. So he was one of the first guys I really met who he was kind of saying, "Yeah, like you need to get ahead of the curve. You need to be studying this stuff." And it's funny because you know later on, like he became the guy that coined the phrase, "You know, leg locks don't work." Mm -hmm. But I think he's just having fun, you know, on the internet. Um, You know, he had been studying leg locks his whole life, (laughs) pretty much. he's, He's
0: when did you pick up leg locks? When did you start implementing S- your game? Just S- at that point? I, at that point, I actually,
1: them? I started to learn some... You know, I already did a basic understanding. I came from uh, you know, a judo background, but the style of judo that we trained... Uh, my coach was a world champion in judo, so he was showing us a lot of stuff that was like old-school judo. He had been out to Japan and trained. Um, so we were learning like a lot of these leg locks that nobody really knew, and they didn't have, you know... Uh, a name or anything like that attached them. It was just like you were just putting that but that was probably the downside. I think, you know, everything's a bit more systemized now and it makes it easier to navigate between the different positions in the legs. But um I the back then it was just, you know, separate moves pretty much you were learning. And you maybe weren't going into too much detail, but you were understanding the position. So quite early on we were we were playing the leg locks, toe holds, you know, straight ankle locks, that kind of stuff and finding ways to make it more efficient. Um but when I trained with any that day um, he showed me some leg entanglements that like I used in the last time I competed and it worked you know nice. so it's like uh, stuff that kind of stayed with for a long time just in different positions um, different ways that you can transition between you know submissions when you're on the leg so I, I felt like for a long time you know the stuff I learned back then it's seen me through to about 2017 and then I started uh, getting caught with the odd you know new leg entanglement and uh and you had to study that and then just up the upgrade the software. Because yeah. you,
0: know? you had a few heel hooks in
1: MMA as well, didn't you? Nah, nah, I've had that position. I've never finished anybody with a heel hook in MMA. Um, I caught one on a, a dude called Niall Smith. And if I had better mechanics, I'd have been able to break his leg. But unfortunately, at the time, my mm. breaking mechanics weren't me up to scratch. No, but they are now anyway. Aye, and it would have saved me a sore head because you know I had him in a few submissions and <laughs> he was a tough motherfucker. Aye. and uh, <laughs> come the third round, I had no energy left. You know, I totally burnt myself out trying to submit him, and exactly. uh, and suffered a TKO loss. Uh, he had some heavy hands, but uh, honestly, respect to that guy because he was he took a bit of a beating before uh, he came back to win. Yeah.
0: So see when when you were doing the, was that when you first met Marius? But that I, I, that, that was the first time I met him. Uh, Did you make a connection then, which then led to you being able to start this, or was it? Nah, no,
1: really. That was just really where He kind of went on my radar, and I was like, "All right, this guy's like, uh, you know." I thought it was pretty cool that he was uh, competing and refereeing the same day. Do you know? It's like if uh, you're getting right in a bit and. Legend. Ah, Legend. it's it it's just, it's just classy. It just really shows how much you love competition that you're 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 there. You've got the option. You've got every excuse yeah, yeah. not to compete because you're there to referee. But you know you're still jumping and still leading by example. Uh, I just find it really impressive. So we were. Uh, I, I ended up doing a the Arnold, competing. That was one of the tournaments I done down there, and it was awesome uh, performances as AD, well. ADCC UK Open. Aye, cheers, man. That was uh, it. Was a good day. um Everybody, I'd actually, wasn't going to compete, or my body was in a bad way, I was struggling to walk, and <laughs> i am not even say what I'd got up to, but, eh, uh, <laughs> I'd, <laughs> I, so, so, so helped help the old muscles <laughs> and joints, <you> know <laughs> what I mean, and, uh, I went out and competed, and, um I just had a really good performance, I had three matches, finished everybody fairly quickly, um and managed to win, so. After it, you know, I was I was on a bit of high and I was chatting to, to, to Marius and a few other guys and I was just, you know, explaining, like, the scene had, even from, you know, when that tournament had competed in 2016 to, I think that was maybe two years ago that I competed in the, the, the Arnold and, and won the ADCC UK tournament there. Um... uh, The scene had grew so much in Scotland, you know, it's it's absolutely massive now. And people love grappling, you know, especially no-gi grappling. Like, I remember being the only guy wearing no-gi and gi open mats, you know. You turn up to an open mat and, you know, you were allowed to wear what you wanted. And, like, 95% of guys would have their gi on, you know. And, uh, you know, I started training 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu quite early on as well. So, you know, I, I'd done a, a lot of no gi. Mm-hmm. And just because I was also an MMA fighter, you know, my coach was James Dillon. Mm-hmm. So um James used to have a hang where he would, you know it was made logical sense to not wear your gi during your your rounds. So if you were if you had an MMA fight coming up, then you could, you know, you could go nogi. Um and so we so we're, so we're to stay busy fighting. It's
0: <laughs> so a completely different As much as it's the same sport, it's a very different sport, I feel like, having no gi and gi-jitsu, like, gi-jitsu isn't going to just just transition into MMA the same way at all, because you're not going to be grabbing a collar, do you know what I mean?
1: Aye, um, you know, it's a a thing that comes up for debate all the time, and uh, what's your thoughts on (laughs) it, Stu?
2: I'm a gi guy,
1: I love the gi, everybody knows that, but
2: ADCC Scotland, that was the first ADCC I'd been to, and that's as close to MMA f- grappling wise as you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You can't go an IBJJF comp and no gi and it be anywhere near the same as ADCC. No, no, Do you know what mean sense. Like, there's never boring matchups. Do you know what I mean? There's very, very rarely a bone? Don't get me wrong, there is boring matchups at ADCC, but because obviously the, the, the whole point of it is is to push the action. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise, you get penalty points or you get told off. The last person you want to be getting told off by is Marius Domasat, right? Because Marius because he's so passionate, he's very very strict on the mat. Do you know what I mean? Don't get me wrong, like, let stuff go in regards yep. to like keep the action going, right? But he's tough. Do you know what I mean? And because he's so passionate about ADCC, that's why he, he doesn't want to see guys standing there or sitting down or. Do, do you know what I mean, pulling guard, mm. all that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean, so so that's why it's as close to MMA as you're going to get, and I absolutely love ADCC, the rule set's brilliant, the rule set is brilliant, yeah, yeah. the action's great, the do you know what I mean, um, and everything about it, and there's nothing like an ADCC night, do you know what I mean, and especially, obviously, what Mop and the guys at ADCC Scotland are doing. It's so good. The like has phenomenal, to be fair. Yeah, 2016, it was a flop. It was an absolute flop. Do you know what I mean, it was empty. It, it didn't go well. That's mm-hmm. why they never came back. Do you know what I mean? Whereas now you're seeing what Mop's doing. Um... The Golden Lion Hotel is a fucking awesome venue. It's a cool venue, Actually, actually it's
1: it was a weird thing. Like I was in there doing a bit of security for yeah. uh, Liam McGrandall, who's, who's actually going to be playing this event, which yeah. is quite cool. Uh, he was hosting an event there and you know when I went in the building I was just like, This would make an awesome venue for a, a grappling show. And I could see it like as soon as I walked in, I was like, This is going to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's small enough that it gets a good atmosphere. Um
0: Packed out, it's always, it's always packed the, out, packed aye.
1: out. Yeah. and the, the cool thing about that is like obviously, if you've been to an MMA show that's packed out, you know, uh, there's usually a bit of fighting in the crowd or something, you know, what I mean, it's, it's somebody's getting abuse abuse
0: abused or chairs, aye. yeah.
1: But I think just uh, like the crowd that attracts is it's all cool people, it's quite self policed, and everybody's respectful of each other. It's uh, that's one of the things that I've really liked about it so far because usually you get that many people in a building, it's, it looks it looks uh, starts to. Things. Even even grappling comps are sometimes more aggro. You know, mm-hmm. I, so, I sometimes go to grappling comps and I see guys walking about like Osteri and you know, like they're on the in the yard at the jail or something like that. And <laughs> you, see, you
0: see a coach running onto the match I, because these guys I, been. And I get it, so that pas- passions about.
1: are flowing and stuff like that. But like uh, <coughs> the re- the reality still is, like nobody should be getting hurt if everybody plays a game right and everybody's you know. And it to better each other. It's it's no it's no life or death. You know what I mean. We're we're all, we're all just focusing on trying to get better and growing. So, I mm-hmm. um, to sort of add to what you're saying with the with the gi, no You know, I, obviously my favourite. Uh, grappling is no gi grappling um the ADCC rule set like you said it forces action I think that, that's one of the things that that really separates it you know if you take backward steps it's like warning for backward step yep. warning so it, it forces engagement and it's something actually I've had to learn you know we're we playing that rule set whenever you know because it really you really need to get in about it there is no mm-hmm. time f- at all with ADCC for uh for hanging Storm. off, aye, and you know, I had to, I had to kind of take a look at my style for that because my style is always quite a patient style. I'm looking to like make incremental progress and yep. stuff like that, and I kind of, I, I, often warm up in the match, you know, so. Um,
0: that's I understand that as well because I do. I tend to do that. I settle in. Uh I was quite lucky. I didn't get any any penalty points for stalling at the last one because I got tapped out in 57 seconds. So. <laughs> I
1: don't, I don't think, uh, I, I don't, I don't think with the, uh, with the way trying to ease yourself in with that. I think you need to come out the gates like hot the way with ADCC rules set, and that's something like I'll need to do if I'm competing again. You know, under yep. ADCC rule set, it's just like you need to be coming out attacking right for the start. So a good warm up I think is essential. Yeah. Um, and that's something again I've I've neglected to do that a lot of time. Yeah. Um, but it's I do think it makes a big difference. What
0: What do you think is the best way to warm up? Because a lot of people will say like. Calming your mind, doing a bit of yoga beforehand, getting into the focus. But then when we had a conversation up at your gym, it's like, you've just got to come out guns blazing and you've got to be just in the moment. You don't really have time to think.
1: Aye, th- the in the moment part, I think, is really, really important. That's something a lot of people struggle with. And, you know, the times where I've performed best is when I've been in the moment and whenever I get in my own head or overthink something, it over because you've only got these small moments with jujitsu you know so you could be in a transition and something comes up and that's your opportunity but it's only a split second opportunity and if you don't manage to, to seize that opportunity then you miss it you know you miss your chance um i so th- i, I kind of feel like it's a bit uh, a bit uh, a game like that you're trying to you're trying to capture these opportunities and everybody's different you know everybody you compete against is different so you can provoke reactions out of people completely differently yep. you know you you can if you, if you know roughly what to expect, it certainly helps. So I mm-hmm. think when you can enjoy tournaments for that, cause you get a chance to watch other guys as you progress through the tournament and you get to start to get a feel for how you're planning on beating them. And that's why I think it's so important to be a well-rounded grappler, to have, you know a good bit of attack everywhere, you know, to yeah. be able to feel confident in your wrestling that somebody's not going to just um, take you down with ease or that yeah. you'll have the ability to take them down, um, that you're able to uh, fight off your back if you need to. You know, yeah. if, if, you're, if you've are if you only got six minutes to beat somebody and you know that they've invested a significant portion of their life wrestling, um, then it might be a lot faster to attack that person by just getting underneath them, you know, yeah. get, a, get an attachment and get get connected to them, get underneath them and look at trying... To attack from there, but it just totally depends on your opponent and what sort of strategy you're going to take.
0: Yeah, because thinking about my match, my upcoming match with Ross I know Ross is young, he's explosive he's athletic realistically, I would want to slow him down, but then that kind of plays into the fact of if I'm trying to slow him down, how is that going to then impact like stolen? for example, if I'm, getting, if I'm trying to cook him a little bit, am I going to get penalised for stolen with this rule set? Aye, um, that's that's a good that's a good question, and I think as long as you're
1: trying to uh, progress, that's that's uh, usually what they're looking at there. So you know, there's positions that you can cook people from, mm-hmm. and there's positions that you can stall from. So I think half guard's a good example of that because yep. half guard's a position where you know you can often you can put a bit of pressure on somebody from half guard and control them. But I think your real pinning positions you're going to be looking at, you know, trying to progress to like side control where you can really pin, looking at mount, you know, looking at trying to um isolate arms in that position. There's some other trapping positions with the the, the Dagestani handcuffs and stuff like that as well. But I uh, real solid pinning positions where the person's going to be struggling. But ultimately I uh, looking for the submission is, is what you're aiming for. And the good thing I, I think it's it's more um more acceptable doing that in like a 10 minute match as well, um, because that's where you can really make pressure count. You know, you can start to somebody that's maybe explosive and fast and dangerous in that first five minutes after, you know, maybe eight minutes of pressure, they might not feel that way. If you yeah. pressure
0: their frames consistently, there's only so, so much they can push it away before they start mm-hmm. getting tired. The best uh, sort of tutorial I've
1: ever seen on that is probably like Craig Jones's stuff. You know, he's got some really good. Uh, material out there on that where he talks about you know just constantly trying to make that person um, you know have to deal with different types of pressure not the same approach all the time yeah. and one of the first guys that showed me that was a guy called Danny Gray you know he was he was a great guard passer I'd love to get him competing on ADCC Scotland sometime because Thank you would. Uh, I'd have to speak to him you know because he doesn't do social media or anything like that so I'd, I, um, I'd, I'd be I'd be speaking to him give him a call you know he's, yeah, a, he's a really really good grappler and you know He's been in higher level, you know, the, the, the level of guys that are in there, you know, yeah. he's he's a black belt in higher levels, so, and he's
0: in there putting pressure on guys every day, so, um, you and know. Some, some good fighters coming at a higher level just now Aye. as well. Um, speaking of that, what about, like, have you ever thought about having Cammy Donnelly on your... On ADCC, yeah. Aye, aye. We've spoke a
1: bunch about trying to get them on. It's it's about like this is what the show is for. Like, is uh, guys like this who are really leading the way in Scottish grappling yep. and uh, you know making waves on a on a world
0: level. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got some good standout fighters. It would be amazing to see you. have got Shea, Yep. Shea Montague, Cammy Donnelly, Stevie Ray. Aye, we need to about
2: that. It's get an opponent for them. It's getting the this right is opponent. The difficult thing.
0: Aye, you know? I
1: mean, because a lot of people. She as well try to get an opponent. Same, same Shea. thing; it's getting the right opponent. Like yeah. these, these are guys I would love to get some big names for. I'd, I'd yep. be, I'd, you know, you're 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 trying to pull in the big names for this. This is like what the budget goes to. You want to be getting in guys like this yeah. uh, to make sure that these big matches are happening, because um, that is literally the, the the whole reason for for having it. You mm-hmm. know, um, to try and get guys competing against you know different bodies that are going to challenge them that they wouldn't just get on the local comp scene. Exactly. You know. Um and it gives people, you know, a, a pathway to, to move up towards that. Mm-hmm. You're already starting to see that with some of the guys that started off on the the prelims cards and you're they're just shining. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just coming through and
0: uh I'd yep. say Sean Gold is a good example of that. But yeah. like he's Sean really progressed yeah. over the past year or so. He's really
1: he's had some big matches. Yep. You know, he, he done real well at the grappling industries here. I think he won the absolute, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so like you're you're seeing uh, you're seeing some great results coming off the guys that are doing it and. Like it's it's brilliant for me. It's a pleasure for me because I
0: get to um, see the guys that are really at the top of the scene. You you're know? helping them grow as well. See by giving them matches and giving people matches that challenge them. So that was actually a question I wanted to ask you. When you're doing your matchups, do you look at so for example, you think that right, that guy's a leglock? Do you, do you look at their attributes and then match them with someone based off that? Aye. Is well, it mostly just based on weight or what's no, the No, no.
1: Attributes for sure. You know, you're you're looking at, especially guys that like to do a bit of stand-up grappling. Uh, it's great to get them wrestling against each other because you're going to see some parts of the martial art that you, you're you normally not getting a chance to see yeah, if you match some somebody with matches. somebody that's always going to sit down. And that's not the, either better or worse. It's just that it's nice to see all the different elements of the martial mm-hmm. arts. There's
0: been a bit of... Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the videos on... Instagram recently about making Musumechi and talking about the guard pool and, thing and all that it's a bit of controversy kicking a bit about that again
1: no I, d- I don't really pay attention to much media or anything like that because um, it's just always an a narrative and it's like mm-hmm. I just like to make my own mind up for stuff and um, people have been saying that for as long as time but it's a, it's a part of Jiu Jitsu you know like some people prefer to pull guard and that's mm-hmm. fine it makes sense in some scenarios like there's matches I've had pulled guard I'd, uh, I'd had more chance of winning Mm-hmm. instead of wasting three minutes wrestling somebody that's got a similar uh, wrestling ability to mine yep. and neither of us can even get a decent connection with each other to get a good shot or to, to get anything it's else strategy
0: off. as well, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you're having that strategy. What was your game plan? Would you have, well, first of all, would you compete? <coughs> would we spoke about this. Mm-hmm. We, we, have you we put, put your name in? Us. That's yeah, yeah,
2: you're the asking uh, of. Uh, the asking uh. of. Uh, so there was a couple of people, a couple of people. Um, I think I mentioned one that night, but then somebody else messaged me, said, um. how about me and you have a match to do you know what I mean? So, Mr. a hard life fight there. Ah. Right. Nice. So,
0: uh, <laughs> alright. So. <laughs> I know you're me your stuff. Out yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. no, <that's> <laughs> much, much,
2: much is an absolute legend. Do you know what I mean? I'd uh, Some great performances in the show as well. He's We tune on the show. You know? it? Yeah. Aye. Nice. So he really well. And if he comes up against me, be two and one. <laughs> <laughs> right. But nah, much is awesome. Do you know what I mean? Much. much I registered for ADCC UK was a couple of months ago. And because I put my name in, Mooch put his name in as well. And he's like, nice. sent me a screenshot. He's like, me and you, me and you. So, but obviously it never happened. Um And so there was Much and the other guy Mo calls. Do you know what I mean? So Have
0: you trained me before?
2: You trained me with Much before? No, no. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, I've known Mooch for for years, do you know what I mean? Just through uh, competitions. much was a blue belt when I was a blue belt. Do you know what I mean? So we're talking about like back 2015. Um, and we've just kind of seen each other over the years, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and obviously been doing the Hard Life fight where... Um, does a lot of great stuff, Much, Do you know what I mean? For... Athletes, promotions, gyms, all that kind of stuff. Do you Ah, know
0: what
2: I mean? He sponsored Shawnee, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he does a lot of brilliant stuff. Do you know what I mean? The thing that we didn't get in Scotland for years, we didn't get a lot of sponsorship from companies like like your Scrambles to Tammy's and all that kind of stuff. And that's only recently happened. Unless you were like absolutely brilliant, they never brought on blue belts and the lower belts. Whereas now, you are see a lot of that happening. Do you if know what I mean? Look like, it shame on you. He was a brown belt. It took him to almost do the Grand Slam in IBJJF to get a Gi sponsorship. Ah, because he got Tatami sponsorship. Yeah, you? he was about yeah. to make history. Do you know what I mean? He'd won three. If he'd have won the fourth one, he'd have been the first European ever to do it. Right? But it took for that to happen
0: before anybody looked at him. Which It's just the scene in Scotland so small. I've noticed it growing. I started in... A few classes here and there, but i done um, I mostly I started properly in 2017 and see the growth that has happened over the yeah. past few years, specifically from lockdown. Actually, <laughs> I've noticed after lockdown the amount of shows that have just like when I was first starting to compete, there was a couple of wee competitions here and there, maybe two a year. Now you're talking grappling industries are here a few times a year. We've got ADCC, we've got all different invitationals coming up. Yeah, we're going to have a grapple hub invitational as well. Nice. So that'll be something that'll be uh, coming. That'll be a winner sponsorship for the, they will get soap, basically. That's so I'm going to go down that route. I was going to say... Um, how few grapplers out there need the soap, by the way, so <laughs> well,
2: <up> grapple scrub. That's right, because we don't want to have... <laughs> I've um, tried it, it's good stuff. The recur- <laughs> recurrent
0: staff infections and ringworm yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And do you know something? I actually came from the fact that I'd got staff like three times in a year, and I got ringworm again and ringworm again. And I was like, there's got to be something I can do. But I said, I didn't want to pay £12 for a bar of soap. Nah, so, I had to find to a way killer, to bring it it's affordable. Because, yeah. like, there's no realistically, I quit, I quit my job for six months to pursue grappling full time and had to go back to work because there's no money in it. No. Nah. And that is a purpose of the fact that I've started grappling to try and bring money back into that community and bring money sure. back into it, specifically in Scotland, because we've got some fantastic grapplers that are full time that are having to go back to full time work. Like, look at Jack Brown. He's now went back to full time work, and you're like, he, yeah. he's phenomenal. He should be. That's out there depressing. Money. Jordan. I know.
2: That's depressing how the, the, something like that happens. And that's just no Jack Brown. I mean, do you know what I mean, I could rattle off 20 grapplers who yep. are in the same position, who are at the top of their game, do you know what I mean? Or very, very good grapplers can do wonderful things, but they can't because they need to do a full-time job, I know. do you know what I mean, oh. to, to pay the bills and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what that mean?
0: Life get, does get in the way, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that's that f- where, like, gee
2: sponsorships or no gee sponsorships are, are crucial. Do you yep. know what I mean? Because then they pay, they help them towards funding, whether travelling costs, yep. seminars and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Get
1: I think seminars are, seminars are good. You know, I think uh, you're starting to see that now. Like a lot of people yeah. are, the affiliation things kind of went away where people just like, you know, teaching... Everybody in Scotland and kinda thinking of in the bigger picture. So yeah. you've got a lot of the best guys on the travelling to all different gyms yeah. regardless of, you know, politics or affiliation and you're starting to see people uh, everybody's growing from it, everybody's levels going mm-hmm. that's kinda of how it should be. You know, you've got a you've got a lot of uh, great athletes here and like people mm-hmm. that are really trying to go for it. It's like when Cammy Donnelly's taking a seminar, like get along to because he's cause yeah, yeah. he's literally taking the funds, ah. and investing them back in himself. Same with Shea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's doing a seminar, like get along to that, fund it because these guys are just taking the funding and they're investing in themselves and, and, and doing uh, the right things with it, you know what I mean. So you're seeing these guys becoming world class and don't it's a wait good till they don't wait till they're a world champion or you, I mean get them early. Yeah, you know I mean? like, we've seen like.
2: how good Shea was when he was a white belt and a blue belt. Mm-hmm. we all seen that. Ah,
1: he's never been average and same Do with you know Cammy. I mean? you know, yeah, Cammy was exactly the same. N- none of them have like them them other 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 them other them stood at every Bla- single yeah, yeah. level.
0: Blair Hamilton, another up-and-comer. Bla- up. Do you know what? Right, Blair,
1: I've known Blair since Blair
2: was about 11-year-old. Right. Right. <laughs> um, we used to train at GB, um, him and his brother,
1: Lewis. And, uh, was he in that picture for... Uh, MXP I shared in the Open mat years ago. I think it might have been aye. aye. I, I, it I thought been. that, about he looked really young, and I was like, yeah. I wonder if that's the same. Aye. But Blair Blair's uh, always been
2: good, right? He's always been good. But since Blair went to the Grip House, his games came on, mm-hmm. and then during lockdown, there was uh, there was a few people all trained with she, right? Blair Hamilton, Ross Smith, um, who else? A couple other people. They all trained with shame Montague during lockdown. And it was this small group of people. And this small group of people are the ones that are going on and doing brilliant things yeah. at the moment. Blair Hamilton being mm. one
0: of the main ones. Do you know what I mean? So There's a lot of people with a lot of pro- progress during during yeah. lockdown that we, when we closed down, so I was a member at Ten Planet at that point, but we ended up just going and training in a garage. And there was like me, Kenny, Miguel, Jack, Nico, Craig. We were... And the progress that we made in that short amount of time was frightening because that's yeah. all we were doing. Yeah. Well, there we had a wee pod, We trained together. I know we weren't supposed to, but nobody really gives boys. a fuck We never trained together at all. Nah, there was don't no think training. I anyone gives a shit anymore. We <laughs> did two two meter distancing. <laughs> that's it. And you know what? See back then, didn't get staff or ringworm. <laughs> no. <Nah, laughs> yeah. After that, um, we wanted to ask you, to See, how long have you been in the sports? I know your involvement. A lot. of Your involvement has been. I've not seen you much as a competitor. I've seen you more as a promoter. Yeah. to be honest, and just talk, talk me through that. But.
2: I was uh, I started Jets, what, nine years ago,
0: 2014.
2: Um, I started March the 26th, 2014. Nice. Do you know what I mean? So started at GB Glasgow. GB Glasgow, do you know what I mean?
0: Is that the one under the bridge? Yeah,
2: yeah. But I think he's moved now. He's moved wherever he is now. Um, but GB Glasgow was good for me, right, because when I came in, I was, what, 36, 37-year-old, mm-hmm. right? So, I was too old to go somewhere that was competitive. Yeah. Or a very, very competitive gym like the Grip Howe, so Marcos. Marcus, Even yeah. at that time, Marcos wasn't really Marcos as he is now, right? Mm-hmm. So, I had to go in basic, right? And GB Glasgow was the best place for basic jujitsu, right? Even now, there's no place better, right? For basic stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Their breakdown, how they do everything, it's absolutely brilliant, do you know what I mean? So... Um, even though he gets a hard time, big shout out to Ricky Gillen. Do you yep. know what I mean? Because do you know what I mean? I, I always like for my journey, and I think me and you spoke about this a while ago. But you need to recognize the people that were part of your journey, whether it's a good or a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. You need to recognize that they're part of who you are today. Yeah, you know I mean? absolutely. So
1: even even anybody that gets you into jiu-jitsu, j- so yep. even if you move on for that, like they've done you a great turn in yeah, the long yep. run. And you know, like I, I think it's quite a hard sport, like. F- to, well, f- even teaching, you know, it's not a sport in this country. You make a lot of money off it, so I'm pretty sure that most people doing it are probably doing it yeah. for the right reasons. Do you yeah. know what yeah.
0: I mean? I doing like for to try it for he- a majority of the time. People. It's not just yeah. oh, I'm trying to make money off us. It is for yeah. the love well, it.
2: aye some <laughs> of
0: them some of them some,
1: some, of them. some, some a lot of, of people do it for their love mm-hmm. do you know what i mean um but it's, it's no i know for a coach's point of view it's no uneasy easy it's not a uh, thing to stand or, you know just to, to stick around in and there's a uh, y- you see a lot of people come and go and you're you know as a coach you see the best in people and and sometimes uh you know sometimes people go away and you'll not even know the reason or you're not you'll you'll never know the reason and you're, you're thinking oh they could have done really well at that yeah yeah you know it so many
0: people are that over the years I know. life just gets in the way you've also got the blue belt blues it's as if they've had their <laughs> their achievement i don't need to know
2: anymore
0: just i do agree I with what you were saying when you said about the like recognizing someone's been part of your yeah. journey because we mean me and what we're talking about doing this podcast this came off a whim to be mm-hmm. honest um, just went up to see him for a private and we actually just spoke for <laughs> two hours instead but um, at that point when we mentioned the podcast it's straight away he's like I'm glad to got to so that like how did you s- two start working together how long have you known each other what's the what's Good the story years, behind
2: yeah. it Aye. so again just obviously I I'd obviously I seen up mop doing a load of stuff over the years do you know what I
1: mean and I'd, I just for me I've recognised what Stoom's been doing like again you've been promoting everybody you know yeah uh, regardless again a team or anything like that you've been reporting ev- uh, promoting everybody in the, the Scottish Jiu-Jitsu scene just off your own back you know and when you see that uh, like it's it's just good intentions do you know what I mean you're 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 getting it out there because there's a lot of people that, that they deserve the recognition yeah. um, there was always this thing where people wouldn't want to pat other people in the back because they're maybe for a different team or whatever yeah. but it's like look we're we're only a small country, and, yeah. and that's been the biggest thing for me. With ADCC Scotland, is trying to see that it's like getting getting guys uh, pushing each other and kind of try to break the barriers. Because um, I say it all the time, but like we're still uh, the country, the four nations that's now won the trials, and, and mm-hmm. we need it and we've got the talent to be doing it. And there's guys out there that that will happen. That'll right. I think, I think so it's now. happening the next trials, you know. But yeah, yeah uh, that will it's happen. It's that'll it's happen. Cammy,
2: Cammy coming where he came. Yeah, uh, this year silver. You know, so we're at trials, yeah, yeah. next
0: phenomenal. trials, next trials. Do you know what I mean? We've got Ash that actually made it to ADCC as well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? so not obviously not Scotland, but in terms of the UK, you're talking about the four nations. Like, yeah, we've got some seriously good grapplers out there. Yeah, and it's just trying to get their promotion up,
1: and it's getting in guys it like is. that. You know, we had we had Ash up for that as well, and we're just trying to trying to get the knowledge of people and trying yeah. to uh, get their experience and their advice because you know. Every little helps when it comes to this, and, and if you you treat it strategically and you you put everything into it, there's no reason that we shouldn't be competing with absolutely everybody in a world stage as a country. Exactly. Um, you know, we've we, we've we've got the skills. There's nothing stopping right. us. For day, I isn't? just need
0: the right attitude to learn it. And as the the gym politics starts to die out, and I've noticed that a good myself over over the past few years, that the gym politics now is fading away. It's you've see seen on the more top guys are working are getting in touch with you Cross train It's yeah. phenomenal. Like everyone's progress has went as I said, past three years it's went boom. And well, I did uh, cross
2: trainings. Aye, I had a count. I think that's what eighty gyms. When we looked at it, me and James McIntyre looked at it. I think it's about eighty gyms do jiu jitsu in Scotland. 80. That's
0: class, a lot, by the right? way. That's way really more than what I thought yeah, it
2: was yeah, to be. yeah, yeah. And that's gyms that, because obviously you've got like MMA gyms that are pure MMA gyms that do jujitsu. Yeah. Right? You've got gyms up north, gyms on the islands and all that that nobody's ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So um, I think it was about 80 gyms. And out of the 80 gyms, there's only one gym that doesn't associate with everybody.
0: What one's that? Right.
2: There's only, you know, you'll know. There's only one gym it doesn't associate with anybody <laughs> at all, right? Whereas you go back, when I first started, um, there was maybe 40 jujitsu gyms, right? Yeah. And of that, only a few spoke to each other across the right? Mm-hmm. Only a few. So now you've went from a few gyms out of 40 to 79 gyms out of 80, right? Yeah, that's good. Um, and the, th- the scary thing is all the kids that are coming through all training ADCC rule set. Right? you go to like Marcus's. Yeah. What are they training? They're all training ADCC rules. Yep. Right? you go to Likens. They right? they're training ADCC rules. Yeah. Uh I don't know about Shawnee, I don't know what baselines doing. Do we, do
0: it, we do we do it as well. We are yeah. we are starting to move into that. We're actually starting to move into a lot of ecological learning just yeah. now. We're doing a lot of that type of coaching the game, the game-based stuff. Yeah. And we're trying to get everyone not to concede points because that's been the biggest thing in our gym is, like, a lot of people will just concede a takedown. They're losing points. Like, why are you not turtling? Why are you not trying to get back to your feet? Why are you yeah. pulling so early? Like yeah. Try to get that action going.
1: I, I think we grappling, you don't want to concede anything. Nah. You, know? you just want to be making uh, positive steps all the time. Yep.
0: You know? I played that um, the other day when I, was, when I was training. I just went... I am not conceding a single point today, and I went the whole span session. Didn't concede a single point. Yeah, you know that's what I mean?
2: the thing. Do you know what I mean, it's like small steps like that. But mm. these kids are coming through, and that's why we're going to see the next trials. We're going to see somebody, Cammy Donnelly, front runner. Do you yep. know what I mean if he doesn't win the trials first, man, I'll be shocked. Do you know I, know. What I mean? nah, his performances um, so far have been yeah.
1: absolutely frightening. So good, did yeah. not So with uh, as well shawnee's been absolutely amazing yeah, like yeah. I, I, I don't know if anybody's seen his match with daniel De Groot at the last I trials did. i watched it it was I unbelievable did. you know Great. and uh, it's a big name oh definitely there's, name. there's there's so many so many guys big mark as well he's been having some amazing he's performances um so, so he's you know he's up there he, there's no reason to stop him winning it as well yeah, so we've, i mean there's somebody at every weight class now that could potentially win um, the brackets you've got. Kev Macklin in there, obviously. He's three. 0 know, the show, he's going
0: to be the main event of the, the show as well. Um, we we'll need so to go back to that show. Actually, we we'll need to cut, <laughs> <laughs> cut back to the <laughs> show because we'll we we'll need to watch our time. But we we'll need to cut yeah, back to yeah, that yeah. show and actually start like, doing a wee run through the cards at some point as well. Um, who's Who's the standouts for this card? Uh, so that
1: match is going to be amazing. You know, he's going up against George Pierce. Um, London Grapple, yeah, George. Yeah. awesome judoka. Uh, yeah. great britain Judo well.
0: stand as well Kev's wrestling yeah, really good
1: so yeah, that'll yeah. be an
0: interesting match to see
1: it's a cool clash of styles for mm. sure uh, it should make an amazing match but there's uh, a, ah, the, the this card is absolutely stacked it's stacked. came it's came together really really easily um and there's just been some some brilliant matches um you know a lot of people have kind of jumped on as the the card's been getting made and it's it's brilliant for mm. me you know like I just want if there's people wanting to grapple that have got amazing skills I'm Desperate to showcase it, you know, that's what yep. that's what we're looking for. Um, so I think this one's going
0: to be the best one we've ever had. Um, the last one was really good as well. What I did notice is as people started getting tired towards the end the match, duration got shorter. Aye. I did notice that as people started tiring towards the end of the show, the match. I, th- I
1: think uh, we, we've hosted the last few on Friday nights, mm-hmm. and uh, therefore we've been short on time because you're not starting until like 6pm. Yeah. Um, that's why we've moved it to the Saturday. So moved it to the Saturday. Uh, Saturday we can start like five pm. Um, gives plenty of time to get everyone organised beforehand. People are getting there, you know, nice yep. and early. Done less matches this time as well. Uh, Many
0: matches were on the previous card. Previous card, I think, ended up about forty-two. Better well, um, yeah, so than thirty on this one. We're at,
1: th- we're at thirty-five at the moment. At but <laughs> the, th- the thing is, I'm I'm pretty much always going to uh, overmatch the card because what tends to happen is like almost every time the week before, you're going to get guys pulling yep. out, you're going to get guys getting injured, then, you know. That
0: happened to me on, uh, I was supposed to be on the second, the mm-hmm. second one, and I got a chest infection the week of, and yep. that was me, I was completely gubbed, couldn't compete, I had to pull out. I aye. don't think my opponent turned up anyway, did he? Um, he's on this card actually, uh, Owen, Uh Jennings, he's, he's competing on this card. Who's he up against? He's up against, Xander, Zander, that'll be good. a cool match. Yeah. Zander's good. Sure you know, he's yeah, good. Yeah, Zander's
2: one of the guys that, Seems to have come from nowhere, right? Aye. because obviously you've got him, Finn Carterson. Yeah, um, he's really good as well. There's three or four of them again, all trained together, mm-hmm.
0: right? Jacob. Well, Jacob's obviously moved to his yeah, yeah, Jacob did come from that gym as well. Aye.
2: and but you're seeing that, that like these small groups of people. Do you know what I mean? All trained together. We talked about Shea Blair. All these people, yep. right? Obviously Xander's the same. Um, Jacob. When he now that he's moved to Marcus's right, you're the way to see a complete mm-hmm. difference in this guy's yeah.
0: game, right? He's maybe coming um, up to train with me actually. I don't yeah, know. he's um, he's wanting to come and train with me before the the match with us because yeah. he's got a similar style to us. So yeah, he's nice. that athletic. Obviously, I've I've fought Jacob before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob's Jacob is good. He's come down and trained with us a few times actually since then. Aye, he came down and did a judo yeah. seminar for us as well. He's really good. Do yeah. you know who I'm interested in seeing? Actually, the Swainston brothers. Yeah, got <laughs> some interesting matches yeah, well. go, the man. Brothers are destruction
2: by yeah. Josh that's
1: and Ben. Uh. That's what I mean, honestly. The full card. It's like every single match I'm excited for. I can't, can't wait to see it. But what you're saying, me like, with Xander coming through and uh, you know all these guys that are coming through. Like, I'm usually able to see what level people are at for watching it, and it's like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of guys that are out there in Scotland as well that maybe aren't black belt yet, but they're definitely black belt level where they can compete yeah. with black belts. So. Um, that's the great thing about ADCC is it gives that opportunity where it's not just your belt level you're competing yeah. it when I started competing in uh, grappling as a purple belt you know that's what I really enjoyed about the no-gi competitions when you entered the expert you were potentially getting a lot of black belts mm-hmm. to go against and you know you were able to push yourself and test yourself so you're um, always fighting up you can fight up in ADCC yeah. like there's, a, there's a, I know some guys uh, uh, I f- I, quite a lot of guys are doing that. They're entering the professional category because they just want to jump in and they realise that that's what's going to bring them on the most. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Dylan Nooney, who was meant to be in the card, I noticed yep. that with him. Like He was just constantly... I think since he was a blue belt, he's threw himself in at these yeah, black belt yeah. level and comps. And he's good. Yeah, yeah
0: he is good. I he's yeah, yeah. guess about a lot, Dylan. He competes a lot. Do you know, I competed
1: against him years ago, grappling industries. Uh, there's all these different... you know, like guys that are doing that guys that are you've seen it with all of them guys that are going out and just putting themselves in at the highest level overall just like it is at any belt level it takes a wee bit to find your feet but once you find your feet that's it you know you've found it you've reached that level and now you're just going to progress even further so you know you'll you'll see a lot of these guys that maybe are purple belts you know Rujo he's been the same Uh, you know that was he was almost up against Thomas last one and that was uh, you know that's like up a, a belt, a belt level, that? but it just yeah. shows, you know, what these guys are capable yeah. of doing. So it, it takes away that myth of the belt. And, you know, guys that are competitive athletes, if you are training like a professional, you know, you're training like a professional grappler, do pro rules and see where you're at with mm-hmm. it and test yourself, push yourself and getting about it because, uh, you know, there's nothing stopping you from being able to take out, uh, you know, guys that y- I, I really, I really believe that, that the time's going for that uh, for that whole thing with it. it. Obviously, it means a lot to you know to be a black belt and whatnot, but um, a lot of it does come down to time and a lot of it. But actual mm. skill level, you're seeing some of these purple belts that are you know competing at the big comps, whether it be ADC, CIB, because obviously they allow heel hooks now in, a, in yeah. the adult division. So any of these bigger tournaments, even your grappling industries, which are you know savage tournaments, they're great.
0: That's I, probably my favorite favorite. To compete on bar invitationals is the grappling industries. I don't really like IBJJF. I prefer the round robin
1: format's brilliant. Yeah. It's giving you opportunities to yeah. compete against loads of people, you know. And it's like if you're if you're doing that, you're you're getting your money's worth out of the tournament. Exactly. A lot of that, a lot of it comes down to that. What is the value? You know, what what's, what's mm-hmm. the value? You're inv- every time you do a tournament, you're investing in yourself. Exactly. is so you that
0: expensive now as well. Like yeah. you're talking ninety quid. Aye. To, to compete now,
2: that's Well, what was uh, what was grappling industries? It was. Uh, after because obviously you get the early bird and then you get the, the a price and then you get the late price and I think the late price for tube is one hundred and eighty quid. And it was way way. like what hundred and eighty uh-huh. quid. So it was like uh, do you weigh how do you do you weigh it Because remember comps when, when I first started comps it'd probably be cheaper for you, but it was like twenty quid in order. Do you know what I mean? So but now it's expensive. But it's given you that experience. Do you know what I mean? It's given you that experience. And years ago it used to be blue belt if you went up against a black belt you'd be oh shit I'm up against a black belt do you know what I mean whereas now it's like yes I'm up against a black belt so let's see how good I am Right, uh-huh. and you get blue belts out of yourself beating black belts, you get purple belts beating black belts. I do know. you know what I mean? So, well,
0: Mark we McQueen, a, boss guys, uh, well, Mark McQueen's a perfect example, how, yeah, yeah. how quickly he, he's been doing jiu jitsu now for <sighs> what now only four, four years? years, yeah, four years, and within three years, he was up at brown belt, yeah, frightening.
1: I think yeah. then thing with, with Mark is, and it's, I don't know if it's been said, but it's like if you've been a world champion at one thing, you yep. probably know how to become oh, yeah. a world champion uh, at another, you know thing. how to learn, yeah. So you're know. going to progress that quicker that than average person.
2: Yeah, it's that mentality is different. Do you know what I mean? so a lot of guys get into this game for personal reasons, do you know what I mean? whether it be mental health issues or yep. do you know what I mean? whatever issues they're going through, right? which is fair enough. But for a, an actual competitor, somebody that, that, as you said, is a world champion, to come in, they're going to take it no problem at oh all. Aye. And he's seven days a week training. I
0: know. He doesn't Grapples take days off. Day. Grapples yeah, yeah. every day.
2: Broke his ankle. Um, or he, was it was at Oscars fails thing in his ankle at the ADCC trials mm-hmm. right? Matt was back training on Monday Aye. when he came back he was back training on Monday with a broken ankle
0: so I'm actually just going to pull up some of the cards and have a wee look through I want to talk about a couple I want to talk about Dylan Scott and Joe Amador.
1: Wow, that's some match. Like that's going Joel's to be crazy. Joe's
0: been. He's, has he been out twice now in it?
1: Uh, he was on the last card. I uh, went one. against Thomas uh, Hellinson last match. And it was good, uh, and it was, uh, it was. some cool scrambles. Uh, he's obviously an excellent grappler, mm-hmm. um, and you know he's good everywhere. But I think uh, Dylan's style worm as well. Dylan's like mega good defensively as well as offensively. So, I think the two are just going to be like two bulls
0: going at it. Aye. It's going to be cool and that's mega technical. That's the excitement that we're looking for, isn't it? That's what we want to see. So, well, so we have Barry Monroe. Barry Monroe's always a great watch, isn't he? <laughs> Barry aye. Monroe. And he's had such a uh, gentleman.
2: The, was it the table incident? Aye,
1: that's right. Aye. <laughs> 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 so I I got before.
2: disqualified. Um, that was uh, that's ADCC. That's what it's about. Do you know what well, I mean? Did what he get excitement? You got disqualified the, the
1: time, I But you
2: know uh, wrestled the guy through the table.
1: Aye. So aye. Like aye, if I remember, right I think it was mate to reaction after it. Yeah, no. uh, you know, it was <laughs> yeah.
0: which is unlike him because it's unlike him, a eye, boys, The guy
1: must have just uh, annoyed him, brought out the <laughs> bad side in him. Aye. But uh, he's got a cool match, you know. And I think that one, you know, Christian's obviously a bit a phenom. Everybody's talking about how good he is. Um, is he a blue belt? he's still a blue belt you know he's still a blue belt he's still a young lad i think he's only like uh, you know 17 18 or something like that
0: where he's is he
1: coming from where is he he's from of? spain so he trains at uh, uh, a gym out, th- out there nice. um, and like he's been really took under his wing for, like matejas sinski and stuff as well he's he's always in the midst of those leg lock it's camps class. and he's absorbing everything when i was over there i noticed how much he was you know taking in i think he's going to be one of the best in the world um but then you know Barry is a, a, an adult man who has crazy experience. He's Competed mm-hmm. at a high level in the pro divisions for a while, yeah. um, and he's, he's, he takes all the tough matches. So it's
0: I like who th- never knock a match. Nah, Barry. no Barry so, won't. So like
1: experience wise, you know he's got he's got a huge amount of experience, um, and he is you know it's really tricky. There's I think when Barry was a blue belt, he competed against a brown belt and put him out cold. You know, aye. Ah, so like uh, on one of the SGIs, so uh, he's you know he's got. He's got some tricky stuff, you know, and you can't, you can't, you can't take him lightly because he's going to, he's going to have some moves that he's hundred percent confident in. And he's also started coming over at Marcus's. Nice, has he started
0: the
2: class? Right. So, so again, you're going to see a different Barry. Do you know I mean? he's been doing that for a while now? Um, so you're going to see a different Barry coming in. Do you know I mean? So so? Nice. Um, so Barry won't be worried about who the. Christian is who the person is, mm-hmm. how much hype they've got around him. Do you know what I mean? he won't be worried about that? He's again. implementing his game. I mean? Barry's great. got a plan, he's going to go in yeah. there. I don't care what that guy's going to do. do I mean? so
1: Fantastic! And he's looking the most physical he's ever looked as well.
0: He's looking good, isn't
2: he? He gets the train to Queen Street, right? Now, where I worked, I, s- I used to see him from the office window, and you just see this guy walking in, pissing mm-hmm. rain, right? Pair of shorts on, a t shirt. And sandals, right? <laughs> we had uh, uh, a one bag on, right? That. And I'd say to Barry, you, you know, it's fucking pissing the rain, it's freezing. I know, but I'm fine. The amount of people that stare at you He was wearing a vest one day? Right, and again, it was raining. A vest, pair of shorts, sandals, right? And not just any sandals, but no them... Shitty fucking 99 yeah. pence sandals, right? jelly sandals, yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, the bit of foam and the plastic, right? That, that was the kind of sandal <laughs> they had on <Dude>, German I <laughs>
1: guy. one of his proteges, Robbie Ferguson. He's in the, yeah, parents, yeah, young, young lad. He's up against uh,
0: Jakob Kurt. Jakob, so that's yeah.
1: quite cool. It's like a, a bit of a local derby for the I young team. I don't yeah. know who,
0: I don't actually know who Jakob Kurt is. Uh, Jacob is uh, Yusuf Kurt. I don't know who oh I know who his, no, his brother, no, that's brother. That's his yeah, brother right?
2: okay. 16 year old. Um. um, um Great amount of experience for for his age.
1: Do you know what I mean? Those and those guys have been wrestling life. in the garage for a while and stuff. Yeah. during Lock doing, um, just
0: pushing themselves, You're know like. definitely noticing the younger boys coming up, and I don't know if it's because they can train every day and they stay with them. They're They'll all doing MMA as well. Still
2: like this is the thing nah. that Jakub, uh, I think he's had a couple of fights now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, all training MMA. Do you know what I mean? Some um,
1: information that's out there now. Like it's mm-hmm. just so easy to get Freedom good information. information. Now. Aye.
2: And they've got a lot of good people to look up to. Like I've got a lot of good role models in Scotland, yeah. not just at their gym, but gyms all over Scotland. Do you know what yeah. I mean? There's a lot of people that they can lean on their experience, and yeah. a lot of these guys, like say yourself, not are are reachable. Do you know what I mean? It's not like some sports where I can't just go and message Ronaldo and say, "Oh, by the way, how do I do this?" Ah, I do you agree. know what
0: I mean?
1: Ah, Whereas
2: yeah. I can message Mop and say, "Mop, how do I do this?" Aye, ah, yeah, and no, the thing is, down. you
1: get students get to learn for not only your. your uh, you know, the things you've done well. But yeah. they, they also get to learn for your mistakes. You know, that's yeah, one of the yeah, biggest yeah. things as a coach is you're trying to pass off, look, this is stuff I'd done and I shouldn't have done. This is the stuff that I done well, you know, yeah. this is what you can do here. And yeah. you know, and, and just being honest about that.
0: We've got um who I believe is starting off the sh- starting off the pro card anyway, the main event, Chris Bungard. I am
1: buzzing for that one. Honestly, <laughs> like it's classic, he's uh, he, he was up for doing the show. Because uh, you know he's obviously got he's doing big Kings in Cage Warriors, so now he's yep. probably going to be making a. Steve's r- show. Um, what I'm making another another run at the title. I think uh, he's going to be due that after his last performance. If you've seen it, nice
2: yeah,
1: that was that yeah. was uh, that was an awesome performance, yeah. and the place went crazy.
2: man.
0: I love it German. when you get those high level MMA fighters coming to grappling and doing grappling shows as well, like Stevie Ray, Paddy Pimblett. Yeah.
1: 'Cause the skills are there, do you know what I mean? It's just that these guys are it's their job is making money from fighting, you know, so they don't get as much time as they would like to, to do that. But you know, they're still grappling every day, so it's it's cool for them to get a chance mm-hmm. to showcase their skills sometimes and then maybe even use some of the stuff that they don't get to use in their MMA fights as part of their game, you know. Yeah. So Bungard as well, black belt. Black yeah, belt so got his black belt after uh, that
2: performance at Cage Warriors. Yep. So um so he will become a fresh new black belt. So he's first comp
1: as a
0: black belt. So Who's his opponent?
1: Uh, so his, his opponents from Poland He actually trains with one of my students at the same gym that he he's in in Polk when he goes back to Poland right. and the guy's good you know he's a, he's a, a solid grappler he's a brown belt in BJJ um, he's got some some pretty uh, slick submission wins under his record as well and he's three and three as a pro so nice. you know he's he's got a bit of wrestling and stuff there as well so it probably will be that you'll get to see some cool exchanges on the feet as well nah, that'd be um, good. guys pushing each other
0: yeah Um after his match, I believe we've got uh, myself. What's your predictions, boys? <laughs> uh, uh, you and
2: Ross Smith. You know that's. I know both of you. Do you know what I mean? I've trained with both of you? Aye. Do you know what I mean I know, I've, I've seen both of you grappling and stuff for that? Do you know what I mean? and uh, that's going to be a good matchup? Do you know what mean? Good, uh, Two different styles. Do you know what I mean? because? Ross is a wild man do you know what I mean he's he's, he's all about the guard passing and stuff like that he wants top game do you know what I mean you're very very comfortable both
0: positions do you know what I mean so um, I'm probably more known as a leg locker even though that has evolved well that's that 10th planet thing is it do you know
2: what I mean yeah yeah you're going to be tarred with that forever
1: do you know I know, so I So know, that's it. So, uh, not unfortunately, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's funny that because, you know, when I first got in a sort of 10th planet jiu-jitsu, it wasn't really thought as of being a, um, you know, leg walking? Yeah. So it, was it, was more it was originally more MMA. It was more high-guard.
2: yeah. High-guard yeah. well, when, when I used to interview you, you to, I'm like, I, obviously the gym is known, 10th uh, planet in general is known as leg walkers, but yep. there's more to your game, than just leg locks aye there's a lot more to your game than leg locks and anybody else coming through Ted Planet do you know what I mean I wouldn't be worried about Mop's leg lock I would be worried about them fucking neckties. aye do you know what I mean Obviously, I'd be worried about I the be, leg locks I was right. the say, I mean, I've
0: been <laughs> leg by himself the day <laughs> I'd be worried about them right but do you know what I mean the necktie. tie is aye.
2: the main thing I'm looking about. for the neck tie is tight
0: do you know what I mean the so, oh, tight yeah. Yeah. and the, the strange thing about the neck is it's not a lot of people will and you came and done the seminar for this and it actually made my necktie ten times better a lot of people's necktie is a very cranky style of necktie, but yours is a choke. The blood choke comes on. You can feel your vision going, and it's it's not it's not something I've felt with a necktie before.
1: Aye, uh, and it is just the mechanics. It's like it's like any submission. You're trying. If you get the mechanics right, and it becomes a real easy submission. If you get the mechanics yeah. wrong, it feels cranky and you know a bit off.
0: So I use it um, all the time. To be fair.
1: Uh it's just it's just it another position right. in jiu jitsu. I think it's a wee bit under underused, but that definitely you know, is. It, it opens up other options as well. These
0: nice in into the whole dark anaconda style into the front headlock as well. Um, Ronan Foley. Ronan Foley's always a good watch as well. I've noticed, I've noticed that when I see him compete, he's always... He's a purple belt as well, isn't he? Aye, I'd quite aye. like to go against Ronan, to be aye, fair. I nope. think it'd be a good, be a good a, match. Are you call out for the next aye. one then? No, 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 a bad way, Ronan. It's, a, it's an appreciation thing. I enjoy it's watching, it's watching you, so it's Ronan, uh, he's coming to get you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nah, so I think that'd be a good match. It'd be a good, a good style as well. But I think he's seen you know, a weight class under me, though. Yeah, slightly lighter. Uh, I think it's a weight class under me. Um... Yeah, so Fraser Clark Aye, man, Fraser I'm glad Clark, to get so Fraser we've been wanting to get him in the card for a while underappreciated m- he's one of the most improved reaper. grapplers
2: yeah. over the last 12
1: months he's just chipping away yeah, keeping yeah, at yeah. it pushing what? himself in comp he's come, I'm sure he's competing this weekend he was on an invitational so Aye. it might be
0: today is, is it today? he was competing you know, last weekend he was competing as well he was away competing somewhere last weekend as well he's over in Ireland this, this weekend grapple, he's king's grapple, grapple kings grapple king's 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 this weekend,
1: yeah, right. So he's a grapple king he's got a change opponent yeah is that tomorrow or tomorrow 14th, yeah. 14th tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah day. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that'll be the day. Is it, it today? Competing the day. So Fraser, good luck. Yeah. We're wishing you good luck. I yeah,
2: yeah. Fraser, one of the most improved grapplers. As Fraser
1: by submission, we're predicting it. Aye. You he, he heard it here first. Aye, no. he, went up 100%. Against,
2: he went up against Luke Johnson Grapplefest. Yeah. On an hour's notice. Yeah. Luke Johnson, a very, very high-level brown belt, mm-hmm. right? Training under like Matty Holmes and all that, RGA Chester. Next generation and so on, right? On an hour's notice to go up against Luke Johnson and go the distance, right? And it was the first part was all Luke, right? First part of the match was all Luke. Luke was trying to get him. The last part of the match, Fraser was pushing him. Luke's like the top level, you know. Luke's, yeah, yeah. Luke's
1: been competing against some of the best guys. He put his name forward for this card. Actually, he yep. was going to jump in on a
0: uh, a,
1: uh, a, t- a real good match, but the, m- the weights just didn't quite marry up yep. the, with his opponent. But it was it was going to be a cool one. But one of us, Fraser's Fraser's awesome. Fraser's technically still a blue belt, Aye. but he's. Uh, He's not, you know... Nah, he's, he's been he's coaching he's at our gym know.
0: recently, and it, the stuff he teaches is brilliant. His knowledge is phenomenal. He's and level, he's still he's young as well. Really high, so he's a big wanky oh, okay, fucker,
1: though, man. He's about <laughs> seven foot <laughs> three. Well, that's the problem, right? I'll pass his guard, uh,
0: and I'm like, sound, and past, and then next thing, this we hand just starts coming round, <laughs> and your miles away from him just starts pulling you back. Next thing, you're twisted. How? He's methodical as How? well, right? Aye.
2: Because he's not one of these guys that will rush. No. He'll pick his move. Right, and that's the thing that makes him so good.
1: He's practicing. You know I mean. When yeah. he's training, he's doing, he's doing it the right way. He's practicing. He's he's working on parts of his game. Yeah. Uh, Fraser's been coming through to us for a long time. Yeah, like yeah. on on the Sunday, and he does that. He does that everywhere. He jumps into a lot of the top gyms and and continues to get better and continues yeah. to to study. I've got a lot of time for Fraser. I think he's awesome a great guy. guy. Yeah.
0: Absolutely love him. Ah, he's a great guy. What's your predictions with Shawnee and Jack? Shawnee Stewart and Jack Fletcher. That's a cool match. Yeah. A it's, it's,
1: gonna, it's gonna be good to see Shawny competing again. Like uh, I, I don't know what it is, but I think ADCC rule set for Shawnee is like is a rule set. Eh? Such a, um, a counter
0: fighter as well that you think you're getting past him or something. The next is thing he's it, on your back again. Is and it's that I no conceding that yesterday mentality. Because like
1: if you if you watched his match when he uh, when he was up against um, Sam, when he competed against Sam on the the Invitational. Uh, Sam Gibbs that was like a crazy match Sam had him in so much trouble so many times and he was just bouncing back and it was the yeah. same with the Groot and it's like he just will not concede no. the positions and he, and he fights his way out and he finds his way out and then he comes out on top and it's like for me he's probably the most exciting grappler to watch he's it. brilliant to watch he's, he's brilliant train brilliant. Me as well uh, you trained him uh, much? Uh, I've competed against him once and we've. I'm desperate to get through actually I need to speak to Gaz because we've been meaning to get through and, and, and uh, get some training in at his new gym yep. uh, so I, I, need, I need to pay him a visit soon because I uh, it's good to see him open up his own place different like that but he's, he's, he's for sure you know
0: one of Scotland's best aye definitely what about um, Gaz's match aye aye this is a cool one as we well Match know. up as well it? it's um, another brown belt he's against isn't it
1: aye we're trying to, we're trying to push this under 60 kilo category you know Um so I, that's, that's a, a really, really solid match that, they, that these guys have got. Uh, both guys have won the ADCC tournaments, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's quite a cool kind of cool clash there. Um, and, you know, Gaz, Gaz wants the, the big matches. He obviously competes regularly at, at the trials, and I think it's two guys that are going to be really good to showcase this under-60-kilo division because, um, you know, you're seeing a lot of the tournaments, they don't do it at the trials yet.
0: Two guys to look out for. Aroojo. Uh, so well, that was the last right. card. I was just a bit... That's the last card. I'm
1: going to pull um, it up as well. So we've got Arujo and Elias Quazi. Is that right? I'm yeah, going yeah. name. Well, Aruge did have a match first um, and his opponent got injured. It was Dylan Nooney. Dylan yeah. Nooney, And yeah. then, obviously, Elias had actually... He'd been in touch about getting on the card and, and he's meddled at the Europeans and stuff. He's a real high-level grappler. Um, and I just think that's going to be going to be uh, it's two top level you know top level purple belts but they're, yeah. they're absolute wild you know brilliant. but
2: the other person for me Ben Bennett Ben Bennett oh right. ben ben you've Bennett. never and a lot of people might have not seen Ben Bennett much
1: not in Scotland I know he was at SGI for the Four Nations he, he was scheduled to go against Jack but obviously uh, Jack got injured he's, he's out so Ash Gibson stepped in for it as well and uh, Ash was desperate for the match you know he was like he was hounding you know we were looking at options and he was like yeah I'm really wanting I really want this, you know, I was like, that's, you've got to respect that, like, that's what yeah. I like the best, when guys are just asking for the best guys, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean, they're, they're looking, they're looking for these big matches, these are the people you want to get showcasing their ability, because you know that they believe in themselves, you know that they're, they yeah. want to showcase their skills, and you should, you know, if you're working hard in the gym every day, like, that's what you want, you want to be going to test yourself against the best guys, because why not, you know, you're going to, you're going to see what you need to work on, or you're going to see, you know, what you're capable of,
0: do you know what I'm loving as well? I'm loving the fact that we've got females on the card. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've got Caroline Plumley and Scarlett Hart. I don't know Scarlett, but I know Caroline. The trained they've competed
1: against each other before. Yeah. Um, Caroline was keen other. for the rematch, mm. but uh, Scarlett's like, she she competed on the last TKC as well. Um, she had a great performance. And uh, ah, uh, some solid matches there. Uh, like I say, we're, we... we <laughs> Because I, I've seen some debate about this recently, like about people talking about, you know, uh, disproportion between males and females in the card. And for me personally, as a matchmaker, li- it's literally just what comes in. Exactly. You know, we, we get a really small portion of females apply to compete on the card yep. uh, in comparison to males.
0: Aye, of course. It's, it's, it's a more male-dominated sport, realistically. But that's changing. That's
2: We do have a lot of girls coming through now. Obviously, with the success of Fionn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before that, you would very rarely see females coming on ADCC, um, invitationals do you know what I mean it wouldn't happen there would be very few Caroline Plumlee's exception to the rule uh, Caroline will she fight competes on anybody, uh, everything by the way I
0: talk for every time I see her <laughs> eh? yeah yeah she'll fight man.
2: anybody at anything I made a joke saying, it if they did combat chess first name on the list would be Caroline Plumlee do you know what I mean so um, she
0: loves a scrap yeah
2: yeah <laughs> she do not care who it is she, she doesn't really care Caroline's the same age as me but she's out there is fighting. She? yeah yeah fighting people half her age as well sometimes younger do you know what I mean? So um whereas as I say with the success of Fion, you you're, you're gonna see a lot more females. I know there's a lot more females training, like Marcos is there's, yeah. there's a female team. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So well, you looking Apple at open open has now. got some
1: really great uh, female yeah, matches, yeah. this one yeah, coming yeah. up. You yeah, know, they've 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 put together some awesome matches for the for the next one. I noticed uh, that Chris has always got his finger on the pulse with the matchmaking. So Not
2: just yeah. Fion, but do you know what I mean there's other females out there, yeah. top level and because of that, you're going to see a lot more females coming in, and already in at the moment, preparing, getting themselves ready. Because remember, stepping up to someone like ADCC is it's, it's a higher level. A it's not up. like so your your local comps and stuff like that. It's a different pressure as well. Yeah, so you're yeah. Walking
0: out to that yeah. crowd and like I, I had the SGI as well before you walk out and. Someone gets a massive cheer and you walk out, and you don't really get a big cheer and stuff like that. The things that like yeah, that's a completely different. Uh, so they need to get themselves to prepared prepared for it. For nah, it. Nah, yeah, en- I
1: mean. energy is a totally different thing, you know. And, and the energy at uh, one of the invitations because because you have got that full focus on yourself. It's totally different to competing at a grappling comp where you've got six yeah. mats. No, you don't know who's watching you. People right. maybe aren't even watching your match, but you go at the invitational. You know, all eyes are on you. Yeah. You know, you've got you've got your walkout. You've got your song. You're coming out there. There's just that wee bit more pressure. Maybe your family. And friends have paid for a ticket to come see you yeah i mean and it does it adds that wee bit more pressure and excitement but you know you that's where you really see people coming to their own and and you know become their own character and 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 rise to
0: that yeah right well listen guys we're going to to tie it up there because we booked an hour in this to do and i think we've already ran (laughs) over so i (laughs) know i know (laughs) but listen thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one thanks for coming in guys really appreciate it thank you